a time, I suppose. Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we take a look at the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen, one nothing at a time. My name is Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. And I'm Eric Nash. And this is Minute 125, which starts with Lawrence's hands being tied by Rorschach and ends with Dan telling Lori he wants to spring Rorschach from prison. And uh, again, just uh, just me and Eric today, so I think we'll uh, have some fun, you know, cutting some prisoner arms off and basking in the glow of uh, post-superhero sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I, as I often do in preparation for these minutes, you know, I, I look at the book and uh, compare some differences. So, of course, the scene in the, the prison here is a little different in the book in that Lloyd here uses a cutting tool, like a torch, instead of, uh, or here in the movie, he's using this cutting tool, the grinding wheel, instead mm-hmm. of a cutting torch in the book. Um, the other difference is what they do with Lawrence. Uh, in the book, he's in the way of the lock. Um, it looks like his, his pinkies get tied together um, instead of his thumbs, and he, he's blocking this uh, this lock. Um, in the book, Lloyd, or Michael, as he's called, um, he just cuts Lawrence's throat with a, a shiv and mm-hmm. then goes to work on the lock. And it, it's weird because, you know, here in the movie, they make a point that Lawrence is blocking what they need to cut, mm-hmm. um, which is why they need to cut his arms off and get him out of the way. Um, so they need to physically you know, move his his large body out of the way. And I never really noticed that in the book, it doesn't really make sense because they say that he's in the way. They cut his throat and then go to work on the lock with Lawrence's body still in the exact same position. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know in the book, I don't know why Lawrence needed to die. You know, if anything, wouldn't he have been a little bit more useful alive? Cause if he was yeah. at least alive, he might've been able to kind of reposition himself and get himself right. out of the mm-hmm. way a little bit more to be more helpful. But as it is like, as they, the way it's written, it's like, he's in the way I'll, cut his throat and then i'll just work around him <laughs> so it, yeah yeah it's definitely a good catch by the screenwriters and maybe snyder himself yeah between them yeah like, hey, i think it's instead of this <laughs> yeah let's make this make a little more sense yeah i think it, it makes it makes it work a little bit better for you know the next uh, few minutes like we got to get this guy's large body out of this space like so I mean it's it's obviously we have the uh the cutting here in this minute and it's gruesome, you know. It's it's unpleasant to watch, but uh, you know, I like that they include it or or that they make that little change cuz it works a little mm-hmm. bit better, I think. And and so the the very first thing that's happening though is what I was alluding to yesterday is the uh Rorschach using that fabric that he kind of cut up cut up into strips into mm. as a, to make a pseudo rope to bind the arm, the hands together, hands, thumbs, arms together. Yeah. On the inside of the cell. 
And th- and that actually makes me think of another thing though too is is a part of needing to cut as well also that when you then swing the or, or slide the door open that it, if 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 there's any obstacles in the way in between bars it'll only slide so far yeah that would probably you know prevent it too yeah yeah hmm. yeah i don't know if this door slides or i think it might swing open cuz it looks like um looking in the wide shot doesn't look like it swings or i mean slides because normally with a sliding door you'd have like they overlap you know this all seems to be in Mm. one uh one plane you know which makes me think it swings on a hinge but can't really tell um we have uh the you know once the once lloyd starts cutting into to lawrence's arms you get the uh the blood's you know, uh-huh. splashing everywhere. And it isn't until the second arm that Rorschach's face starts to get, you know, splashed a little bit. And you get this, it kind of reminds me of his line earlier, the the warm blood splashed my face. Mm-hmm. And here we get quite literally. Um, but I love the eye twitch. Like right. Rorschach has this little bit of an eye, t- eye twitch going on as he's doing it. Actually, my note actually says face twitches. Mm. You know, <laughs> I mean, certainly eye twitches certainly involve part of the face. Yeah. <laughs> There's also before uh, Lloyd starts to cut off Lawrence's arms. There's this perfect little moment where Lawrence is like squealing, almost crying. You know, begging mm-hmm. for for mercy, kind of thing, and um. Lloyd just says, you know, nothing personal, big guy. It, it's just this the perfect little button to um, to Lawrence's pleading that, you know, he's he feels bad. You can tell Lloyd doesn't want to be cutting this guy's arms off, but mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's doing what he's told. So it, it goes back to, like, the amount of power, I guess, that Big Figure holds mm-hmm. over over oh, these sure. two guys. You know, he can, he can at, a, at, at a whim, just say... You know, kill this guy, he's in my way. I mean, it wouldn't be anything for uh, Lloyd to pick up Big Figure and just toss him off the, you know, over the railing. But, you know, he must be, must have a lot of power. So mm-hmm. we don't really get to find out much more about Big Figure. Some, somewhat reminiscent of uh, Master from Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually just watching uh, Batman Returns uh, over this little holiday uh, break and uh it struck me as like he he's got this whole like circus gang you know that are uh following every word that he oh. says you know oh. up to up to a certain point towards the end you know but it's like why is everyone following this guy but you know those who are resourceful and crafty and you know intelligent can generally i think can get followers pretty easy so well, yeah, and that's why I was wondering next is, is you know, say say Big Figure continues to be, <laughs> mm. although I think we know different, <laughs> um, continues to be, uh, you know, a, a, a big uh, crime boss. Um, you know, does does he recruit other people? Does, you know, how easy is that for him to get, you know, a replacement for Lawrence? Sure. Yeah. You know, because cause it, cause it is very beneficial, I think, for... 
<laughs> him to have a couple guys, not just ones yeah. that, that he does now. Hmm. So it's funny. I was, I've got the, the, this minute I, I have looping, you know, in the background mm-hmm. as I always do. And it just had the, the moment where it's the close up on Rorschach's face. And I was saying that it gets splashed with a little blood and it actually doesn't. I, I was wrong. I'm, I think because there's enough shadow on his face because of the bars and it's actually mm. the way they they do his makeup the the freckling on his face okay. to me it looked yeah. like blood splatters but they don't actually mm. they don't change they're they're constant mm. so I think between his facial you know twitching and the just the close up and the shadow and the freckles it made me think that he was getting splattered with a little blood but um not the case. well that, that could be what they were wanting you to kind of have in your head but in reality what could in the universe be explained is that it actually was the first cut that caused some splatter maybe oh that could be and then the second cut is not splattering as much towards his face hmm as we do see it, that second cut splattering a ton on the wall. Sure. Or no, actually, I'm not. That's the very end of the first cut. Splatters on the wall. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and the, oh, and then ton more those second. Yeah. Because because it does make sense because that's the wall closer to the that second cut arm. Yeah. And the arm is just hanging there in the bar. <laughs> I like that detail. I like it. Just yeah. just. I wonder. I think oh. it's still there. In the next couple next time we see this uh, scene. Mm-hmm. But what we'll the. Have to look for it. So it kind of starts the transition. Um, big figures telling him, "Just come on." Oh, oh, we do get the great line, you know. Big figures saying, "You know, now you find out what the score is." And Rorschach says, "One nothing." Yeah, which, him which starting is, to keep score here. Yeah, which I do which like will, that. Which will continue. Yeah. Um, and then there's this kind of wide shot. It's a kind of an overhead camera angle. And you can see that Rorschach's cell number is two four seven. So I don't. So twenty four seven. Yeah, is that, yeah, <laughs> is that right? Is that in reference to, you know, uh, retail establishments mm. generally, or 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 it's also used? You know, I think I think it's related back to the retail establishments, but used. I forgot uh, that as a kind of had that as a as a way to just say something's happening all the time. Right. Yeah, I forgot that it had that connection i guess at the at the start now it's just so it's almost like oh yeah it's almost gone out of fashion to stay 24 7 it seems like mm-hmm. so huh. it's had its day so so is it so is it you know is it a way to a funny little in joke but but its meaning is is that is warshack warshack you know 24 7 that's what i was thinking you know, yeah yeah cool <laughs> All right, go with that. Okay. So we, uh, I think we start to get a little voiceover from Dan, um, maybe during the this uh, wide shot in the prison. Um, but we transition over to we're in the Owl Ship. We're over in New York. We've got clothes all uh, strewn about inside uh, uh, Archie. Um, Dan's saying that uh, he's been thinking and I feel we have an obligation to our fraternity Um, and it to me Dan just sounds drunk (laughs) 
drunk on love. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just the trying to say obligation to fr- our fraternity. It probably mm-hmm. is just, and he's he's relaxed. He's he's, you know, he's feeling good. So it probably just it's an easy phrase to to just sound drunk if you're trying to say it. But mm-hmm. I do like this uh, establishing shot with the the costumes strewn about as they are. Um, uh, with the word fraternity, you know, you you know, it made me think. Okay, well, you know, because it's such a uh, male, male kind of thing. Sure. To be used with a woman <laughs> that he's talking to. Yeah. Um, and using that term, but there there certainly are um, fraternities that have women in them, though. I'm aware of. Yeah. Of course, it's, I mean, even the movie itself, you know, it's called Watchmen. Um, yeah. I mean, and in universe, in this movie, it seems like they are called the Watchmen. Uh, we've talked about that certainly a, a bunch. Um, even before that, the Minutemen, you know, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't just a group of guys, but. Should they be a little more uh, uh, PC or Me Too? And, yeah, I uh, think so. And, and like Deadpool says, uh, not X-Men, X-Force. <laughs> Yeah. So this could be Watch Force? Watch, watch people. <laughs> so yeah, they're Dan suggesting that they they spring Rorschach and uh goes on to say that, that someone set him up. That's a nice setup for us to come back next week. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have anything else. This is kind of a, a, a easy, quick minute for me. I mean we obviously we got the uh all the hand cutting business. I don't know if there's anything more to say about all that. Got anything else? I did notice that uh, Lawrence, the yeah, I always get their names mixed up. Mixed up. I have to think about it. But Lawrence has a Nazi uh, swastika, Ooh. you know, on the side of his head. Um, That's a th- tattoo. Yeah, a tattoo. Yeah. Okay. So I know it's a tattoo on the arm, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely on the on the right side of his head. Um, so I'm not too sad that he got his arms cut off and, and no. dies here. So, um, the only other note I had is, is for the la- this latter part though, is with Lori, um, we're reminded of her hatred for Rorschach mm. with her, um, you know, her, just her attitude. Sure. Back, the surprise you know, of, you know, you know what what you know it's like why or something. <laughs> yeah you know that's what her what really means i think yeah that's maybe why. she's probably thinking like he's probably fine being left in prison yeah yeah all right um i'm gonna hit some of our uh script differences for the whole week so kind of we obviously at the start of this minute we're mid or towards the end of the fire rescue um, in the apartment building. Um, It looks like in the script, they keep the thing about um, from the book where Dan is, he removes himself from the actual interior of Archie and he kind of plugs his steering column in on the roof on the outside of Archie. Um, So he's doing that. And, you know, it says, Atop the ship, Dan latches the steering column into its roof socket. He stands, takes a deep, chest-expanding breath. Who has he been kidding? This is who he is. 
flicking a switch, old old jazz plays pleasantly. So there would have been a little little rescue music to go along with uh, getting these people on board, which I, I still maintain is not soothing or helpful. <laughs> um, Lori gets people on board. Um, it looks like there's no no big explosion finale for the for the end of the the rescue. Um, she asks if anyone wants coffee, and we've we've certainly touched on on the coffee element that they kind of keep in the in the movie, but mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they they hint at it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, um, once it's just the two of them, Lori says, "I can't believe we did that. That was actually fun." He kisses her um, hard. And it says they slide each other's masks off and their mouths melt to get together. And I, I think this is the only or first reference or indication that Lori's been wearing a mask. Um, she certainly has never had a mask in any of the, you know, original uh, book or anything. And I, I mean, I think this would have been the first time in this script that she's been in costume, unless it was a flashback. But they've never mentioned that she's worn a mask, so mm-hmm. I don't know if they just mean, you know, costume figuratively that they take each other's masks off. But I don't know. It seems uh, seems strange. Um, and then it just cuts to later. So the script doesn't have any mention of a sex scene. Um, it just has soft music playing and then there's a heap of discarded costumes and then she says it was good wasn't it dan says yeah saving those people from the fire taking archie out and she kind of grins and and hits him in the chest and and says you know you know what i mean dan says it you were unbelievable and they kiss and laurie says what do we do next and then that's when dan sits up very serious and goes into the bit about the obligation to their fraternity. Um, so they don't cut from, you know, sex scene to Rorschach and then back to the post-sex. So it's all contained in this one little little scene. Um, and then, then we leave uh, Archie and cut over to the uh, flatlining patient here in the, uh, in the prison hospital. Really, all the stuff between Big Figure and his goons and Rorschach is all about the same. Um, your hands, my pleasure. Rorschach snaps the fat thug's pinky fingers, so huh. kind of keep that from the book. Um, does look like they're using a like a welding torch instead of a cutting tool, just like the book. Oh, this is this is a big difference. Um, Instead of slicing the guy's neck or cutting his arms off, they just snap Lawrence's neck. Um, I still don't know how that helps anything. He snaps the guy's neck. He then cuts off his uh, hands with the welder and then pushes the corpse out of the way. So that that was the big difference is... I guess the mercy killing first. Yeah. Um, right. So, huh. yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's it really. Because here at this point, 
it would transition into another scene instead of going back to uh, the owl ship. So, uh-huh. so yeah, those are the differences there. Um, um, it does remind me one thing I was thinking about uh, at one point: uh, the you know the, the cutting off the arms and him him seemingly dying. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly sure and, you know and certainly there is the blood loss mm-hmm. could do could get you pretty close to that i think but i think it's almost could be uh more more towards uh since he is a bigger guy possibly a heart attack oh. from the shock yeah yeah i could see that i i would yeah. imagine i guess my take on it now thinking about it i think mm-hmm. that much blood loss i think he passes out Okay. Yeah, yeah. He may not be okay. fully dead. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he will eventually just bleed out on that uh, the prison floor. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm guessing that much blood loss, and especially I think he fainted. You know, I I've certainly fainted from uh, giving blood, and yeah, um, at, at certain things like that have made me you know just just I guess the sight of my own blood, like I can, you know, you don't know your how you react around that kind of stuff until you know till you're in the moment but apparently i i have or am susceptible to fainting around um giving blood that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. um, i imagine it's it's a little bit of that but certainly i wouldn't be surprised either if there was a heart attack element here too um let's see we uh so we should talk about the fact that we had a, um, a listener, uh, I guess, friend of the show, uh, Lynn Workman. He's he's been on the the Facebook group. Um, I'm sure any of our listeners who are over in the Crime Busters page have have you know seen seen Lynn's posts. Um, Lynn was was nice enough to send us a couple uh, before Watchmen books. Um, they're, they're hardcover. Um, there's two of them. One is the Minutemen, and I guess I should double-check what the other one is. I think it's the Silk Spectre and Dr. Manhattan. Let me, let me go grab it and double-check. Mm-hmm. So we have the – okay, it's the Before Watchmen, uh, Minutemen slash Silk Spectre collected uh, deluxe edition it's hardcover looks really nice um and then we have the before watchman um, night owl slash dr manhattan so we have two books um essentially four four stories and um yeah we definitely want to say um, thank you to Lynn for sending those to us, and we want to um, use those and do a giveaway. So the way we're going to do it is if you leave a an iTunes rating and review you know, on iTunes, you will be entered in to win uh, both books. Um, so yeah, so you'll have until like probably mid to late March um, we'll, we'll – uh, announce kind of a a wrap up for the for the giveaway entry you know time um but for now you know it's 
you'll have basically until from January till um, sometime in March to submit a review, uh, throw a rating in there. You don't have to leave us a five star, but uh, no, we'll uh, we'll pick a name. Whoever submits via iTunes, we'll we'll draw those names at uh, a name at random, and that person will be the winner. So. Yeah, if you're if you've already left a review, you don't have to leave another one. We will include those names in the uh, in the giveaway, and then hopefully they that person is still listening at the end of the when we announce the winner. But makes sense. Oh yeah, cool. Um, any other house cleaning we need to do? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so we would like to thank uh, Robert Black, uh, Rick Ingham, and Dave Palace for joining us uh, for the first part of the week. Um, so thanks to those guys for for joining us, and thanks to Pete and Alex over at Star Wars Minute for the format. Uh, we always like to to thank them and suggest that if you're not listening to Star Wars Minute, you should be. Then we will be back for uh, minutes. 126 to 130 next week here on Watchmen Minute. But until then, who watches the Watchmen? We, we do. do. Watchmen are over. Yeah.